0: Welcome to the Vici Mundum Show, a ministry of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia. And Ken, on the way down here, I have to laugh. Um, just to pick up where we left off yesterday, i driving down here about quarter to seven in the morning and the traffic is a bit light because routines are all different but out of nowhere this car went flying past me like like just racing up the (laughs) the street and um and it's it was kind of striking because i thought okay slow down pal you know like we're and in my mind i thought we're not operating off the same intensity <laughs> that we were a few days ago, right? Right. And it made me think of us talking about, um, you know, slowing down and quieting ourselves. And I got this image of, um, you know, those those things. I think they're called a the metronome that keep time oh, yeah. for music, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, we've got like this metronome inside of us that 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 clearly. I just got just got this um, impression we have been running off of high drive, right? For so long that we don't even realize it. Yeah. You know, we're just it because you you hit the ground and you pretty much go at the pace of the people around you. And now that things have slowed down, I think it takes a while for that, you know, that tick inside of us to kind of wind itself back down and, um, and get quiet.
1: Right. Well, <laughs> it's interesting you should say that because last night, so I'm usually, if anyone who knows me, I'm, I'm a tasker. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. moving from one thing to the next to the next. And last night I ended up <clears throat> not really knowing what to do with myself. I mean, like, you know, for spend sure. time with my family for sure, but but usually there's extra time to do other things. And I'm like, what am, what should I be doing right now? Like, yeah. I should be doing something. So I had <laughs> sort of this nervous energy. And I, I called some friends. I called some friends I hadn't talked to in, in a long time and yeah. had some really long, <clears throat> excuse me, really – Good wholesome chats yeah. about life and about faith, and I was like, "Wow, this is amazing." Yeah, you know, but I don't normally do that. Yeah, and it was sort of like having to calm myself, my metronome down, and yes. be like, "No, you have you have time now, right. to talk to people, right? <laughs> you right. have time now to spend time, not just a brief conversation of hello, but like a deeper conversation."
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I almost feel like there's like a a buzz or a hum that um. That is happening where we just don't realize how wired up we are.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, no, I think so. And
0: what level we're actually moving. Uh, it's kind of like when when you notice for the first time that you're actually eating, you know, your meal in ten minutes so you can move on to the next thing. And when you have nothing to move on to, it's like, why am I eating so fast? Right. You know, you have to actually intentionally think. You know, I, I've got time. Let's just slow down
1: which can be really strange at first Mm -hmm. you start eating that meal a lot slower and you're like what is going on Mm -hmm. um so it's it's yeah it's fascinating uh and it may it reminds me of little children like little children tend to be so excuse me they tend to be so present to the moment so today yeah like i'm getting ready to go to work and i'm you know i'm still in that sort of speed metronome let's go with that (laughs) analogy right of the metronome and i'm I'm going, and I'm trying to get ready and, and get out the door, and and suddenly my my son Max comes yelling, running into the kitchen, yelling, "Dad, Dad!" And he'd already been awake. We'd had breakfast, like, but, Dad, it's Saint Patrick's Day.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. <clears throat> and that I guess my so wife true. had said something
1: to him, and she had been building him up to this, and he said,
0: "It's Saint Patrick's Day,"
1: <laughs> and uh, and and he says to 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 Rhiannon he says oh that means we get lucky charms today
0: oh that is awesome
1: and you know Rhiannon looks at me and goes uh-oh because we don't have lucky charms and you know now we're all trying not oh, to go out too much and all no. this stuff so I said we're gonna get lucky charms like we're, we're don't <laughs> worry because he was starting to get upset you Don't like, say we're like, gonna, do you gonna get know?
0: lucky charms on a day when the shelves are empty <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> no no I'm gonna find like them
0: maybe <laughs> 10 days ago you could have said we're gonna get lucky <laughs> no,
1: no, no! I'm gonna find them, Tina. God has reserved a box for Maximilian. Um, no, and so, so you know, but his like his whole world was yeah. St. Patrick's Day, which yeah. he has no real Celebrate. idea of what that is. No, and Lucky Charms. That's right, because Lucky Charms on St. Patrick's Day. So, um, but just so incredible to see that kind of like obliviousness to anything else going on. Right. Right. I mean he just had breakfast. The rest of the day didn't even matter to him. Not I mean, right. he you know, he's unaware of the coronavirus stuff and all that, but, right. but not even the rest of the day. It yeah. d- just it was this moment mm-hmm. of realization mm-hmm. that it was Saint
0: Patrick's Day. That is so awesome. <laughs> that know? is so awesome. I had I had a moment today, um, when I was in the closet picking out some clothes and I thought it's just so strange. I thought it's is they're really, are we really in, in the middle of all of this chaos. This because in the quiet confines of the house. It seems like everything's quite normal, you know, right. so it's sort of hard to believe that we've gotten to the, to the point of, um, of this uh, pandemic where, you know, all of this things, life has, is starting to, um, you know, get quieter and quieter and, and things are starting to shut down. It's, it's kind of, it is kind of hard to, to see that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think you're kind of broaching into, you know, the topic today that we want to pull more tools out of the Mm -hmm. spiritual toolbox. Mm -hmm. We're going to continue with that analogy from last episode, but let's, I guess we should do introductions again. Excuse me. So I'm Ken White. I'm the director of youth and young adult ministry here at Mount Carmel. And I'm here with Tina Wandersee, our social outreach director. And we are, we're excited to be here day two in a row to kind of just hopefully bring encouragement to you. In, in what you're, you know, as you're trying to adjust your metronome speed right. to, to that of a more quiet, more contemplative life, because mm-hmm. that's what we have time for now. That's right. Um, and so that's, if you missed the first episode, go back and, and listen to, to part one of the Spiritual Toolbox, because we, we kind of pulled out a couple different aspects of prayer, um, mm-hmm. how we have more time to pray now, and how it's important to carve out that time, mm-hmm. and then to create a sacred space for that prayer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so... Um, but like you were saying, Tina, like we're, we're in this, it's sort of surreal. We're yeah. in this mode of like, wait, what is, is this actually happening? Like yeah. are we, cause sometimes life seems normal Yeah. and then other times you realize it's really not, mm-hmm. you know, and you've got the guy whizzing by in the car right? because life is normal, <laughs> That's right? right? But then you, but then there's this part of you that says, but that, no, but it's not normal anymore. Right. We don't need to, we don't need to operate at that speed. That's like right. we can calm down a little.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and you know one of the sad things that is has come out, of course, is that the you know the diocese of Richmond has now um, said that there will not be mass for mm-hmm. the time being, mm-hmm. um, and and so that's you know that's my heart is heavy with that. I think mm-hmm. I think there and are I many. Yeah, uh,
0: that was in response to the 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 governor's call, or
1: correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so wisely, um, but I'm sure a very difficult decision. You mm-hmm. know, the bishop has decided to suspend um, the mass masses for now mm-hmm. and I know that uh, all priests are are to say their private mass mm-hmm. for for us mm-hmm. um, and for the community and for the healing uh, of our nation and so that's that's a wonderful thing like mass that's an important thing for us all to remember yeah, mass, mass has not stopped that's right okay that's the right. only day that mass is never celebrated is Good Friday and so so mass is being celebrated
0: that's right all
1: the priests are celebrating mass privately
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, for us so mm-hmm. so we can be encouraged by that fact that that the
0: yeah that the mass uh, cannot be stopped really right
1: right yeah <laughs> well said um, but our participation right now mm-hmm. is is limited we can't we can't be at at mm-hmm. mass together as community um, and so you know that's I'm sure you know we're all trying to wrestle with that mm-hmm. new reality
0: mm-hmm. are there ways that we can do you think there are there ways can that we can? Uh, tap into the mass that we ourselves can engage. Um,
1: yeah, absolutely. In the mass as a body. I'm glad you brought that up because I think that kind of pulls out, you know, mm-hmm. the the tool number three that What's we can pull out. What's in Look there? In What's your in there? What's in that? I'm Ken. looking. I'm shuffling through. <laughs> What's in here? What's in my spiritual toolbox? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to bring my tool bag tomorrow so we just have some know. some noise of me pulling things out, but uh, sound effects, but. But yeah, I think uh, one that comes to mind is Lexio Divina,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which which is Latin for divine reading. Mm-hmm. And have you had experience with Lexio? I
0: have, yes. Um, I, I have. I I used to do it uh, quite frequently um, uh, as one of my main forms of prayer, and I still do it, um, just uh, not uh, not as often. You know, I probably do it weekly uh, instead of instead of daily. Um, but, uh, I, I do, uh, enjoy, um, Lectio Divina because it's almost as if, um, you can, you can hear the Lord sort of conversing back with you, you mm-hmm. know, as you reflect on, on the gospel and, and have the time, uh, and the opportunity to, to read it through three different times and, and focus, you know, your attention on what stands out to you. Uh, i think that it's a very real place for the lord to enter into and uh and and to sort of stir your mind and your heart and and uh and feed you you know in a very real way
1: yeah i like the way that you say that it's it's sort of a an i don't want to say easy because no prayer is actually easy mm-hmm. i don't think but um a a maybe natural way to enter into dialogue with our Lord. Mm -hmm. So we have, Mm -hmm. so basically to give a quick overview, Lexio Divina is a way of reading scripture, but entering into dialogue with the Lord about that scripture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you usually take just a a piece, like not a lot. Okay, so maybe you're reading through the gospels and you stop at one particular section. You know, a lot of Bibles have it sort of broken off, this parable Mm -hmm. or this teaching. Or what I like to do is I just go to the daily gospel. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. whatever the daily gospel for sure. is. So there, and there's so many resources for that, right? The mm-hmm. Magnificat is out right now for free. Mm-hmm. You can get online access to Magnificat, and they have the daily readings in there. Mm-hmm. You can also go to usccb.org mm-hmm. and find them there. So there's different places where you can find the daily mm-hmm. gospel reading that would normally be read at Mass, yeah. right, that is read at Mass. Mm-hmm. And so you read that little bit, and then you enter into a deeper contemplation mm-hmm. of that particular passage, mm-hmm. and we can kind of walk through the steps. But maybe you could give a little bit of your understanding and overview of of Lexio, Tina, and your perspective of how how do you go about it when well, you do Lexio Divina?
0: Right. So I I do it. I can do it a couple of ways. Uh, I mean, it's all the same process. Don't get me wrong. But for I do it for a couple of different reasons. So uh, intentional, I would say intentional Lexio Divina. So I, uh, using the, let's just use the Sunday scripture, you know, um, the gospel reading, um, taking time to read it through, um, once, you know, I like to read it through once and then, um, just spend time in quiet, you know, maybe three to five minutes, um, or, or however long, uh, I feel called to, to be in silence with it, but about three to five minutes. And then, um, and then, in paying attention to maybe uh, in that quiet, what stood out to me, you know, maybe it was a word, maybe it was a phrase. Uh, sometimes it can be something that, that spoke to me that stood out, something I'd been thinking about, or uh, or it might be something that maybe didn't make sense to me and it stood out because I'm like, well, geez, that's odd, you know, <laughs> and uh, and so I think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I go back and read it uh, after that that time of quiet. Um, read it with that in mind and see uh, if the second time reading it through, uh, because my heart is focused on that now, um, if something else sort of uh, stands out or fills in a little bit more, you know, ask my ask myself uh, more of a question maybe about, you know, what's going on in that scene. So maybe the second time I read it through because that's highlighted, um, paying attention more to what's going on before it, what's going on after it, after the phrase or the word, and um, and then spend time with that. You know, maybe put myself in the story someplace and uh, and and see for myself what what might be going on and what what I think or feel about that. Um and uh and and then uh and spend time with that and then read it through for the final time. And sit quietly, without thinking about it, and see what maybe the Lord has to say to me about it. You know, mm-hmm. as I read it through mm-hmm. the the last time, what um, what uh, what does the Lord bring me in that? Uh, which is always surprising. The Lord always has um, uh, some unfolding uh, to bring to bring forth. Um, that's usually how I do it. I, so I'll do it either with the Sunday readings or maybe. Um, if I'm reading scripture in in, um, in general, you know, I usually read scripture uh, during the day. Uh, it may not be Lexio style, but maybe I come across something that I'm like, I really don't understand what this is about, um, and uh, and I might stop at that point and read the scripture in Lexio style just to uh, allow it to uh, sink in or unfold a little bit for me uh, in a way that says, you know what. I'm not really sure uh, what, you know, why why the Lord did this or why this situation happened. And, and I just want to spend more time with it. So those might be the two different ways that, uh, reasons why I would use Lexia.
1: I like that. I like the the other option you give because, you know, there's the gospel, the daily gospel. Uh-huh. But then just to be reading through it, I know one of the Dominican sisters had once come to Life Teen and, and talked to the teens and said that, you know, you read, you read through the scripture, and you just read and read and read. Just, just pick a book mm-hmm. of scripture, right, mm-hmm. and read until something strikes you. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. just sit with that. Yeah. And I like yeah, that. Yeah, I like yeah, that yeah. too. Sometimes that's really good. Like, yeah. just pick a gospel. The gospel of Mark. It's the shortest one. Start there.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And just read until something really strikes you, and then stop. Yeah. Don't don't read it like a textbook. Read it until something mm-hmm. speaks to you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, because it is the word of God, mm-hmm. and it's and it's living. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not a dead word. It's not an old tale. It's a real uh, the gospels really happened. And so and it's and it's God wanting to speak to us. I I like to think of the Bible, the whole of the Bible, as God's big love letter Uh to his people. Mm -hmm, Right. Um, With all of the you know, it it contains everything. And, And he's trying to tell us something. Right. And, and it can be such a powerful way to, to enter into dialogue with him.
0: For sure, and I think that the thing that's so beautiful about it is re- it's relational in that way. So we bring to it ourselves, our lives, our minds, our hearts, which is all so totally unique to each of us. And then the Lord, you know, um, uh, communes with us there. And so even that perspective of life, of, um, of uh Whatever's happening, um, whatever we're wrestling with or whatever we're joyful about, uh, all uh, the Gospels are all imbued with that. Um, and so the Lord's able to communicate back to us personally because of that. Uh, and I think that's why uh, anytime we pick it up, it something new uh, is revealed to us. Right.
1: Because the Holy Spirit wants, I mean, the Holy Spirit inspired those words. Yeah. Right? in. in in the authors,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the Holy Spirit continues to work in us to mm-hmm. enter into prayer and enter mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. dialogue, and so it, it can be this this beautiful opportunity every time to yeah. do something new, <clears throat> even when we've read that passage before.
0: For sure, for sure. If you take in place it against a, a book or a novel that you've read, um, you know, and if it's just your 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 basic novel, not not a whole lot changes, you know.
1: Right. In yeah, I would, say, I would say, you know, maybe <laughs> some novels are so good that you could read them a few times and get something different out yes, of them. Yes, uh-huh. But or or end... see a
0: new thing that you didn't see right. the first time. But
1: mm-hmm. a, at some point, it's going to be exhausted. Yeah. But there's something about even <laughs> one right. line right. of Scripture right. that is uh-huh. never exhausted. Yeah. Um, something that I've I've really wanted to do more of, um, and maybe now is the time to do that because mm-hmm. we have more time, is to memorize more parts of Scripture. Yeah. And the reason is is I had a professor in, at Catholic University who, when I was there, he, he used to make us memorize uh-huh. parts of scripture or parts of documents we were reading. And it drove me nuts because you didn't have to just memorize it, but you had to memorize exact punctuation. Uh-huh. And he would quiz you on it and you would get tested on whether or not – and this was philosophy. And I was like, why in the world am I having to memorize stuff for a <laughs> philosophy class? Like I should just read and write. and uh and he and he told the class and i'll never forget this he said when you memorize something it becomes part of you yeah and it becomes something that it that is yours yeah now you have ownership of it yeah and you can recall it and i think what greater thing than to take the gift of scripture Mm -hmm. and really like let it integrate into our hearts and minds yeah and so that it becomes just natural to think of it yeah so, memorizing scripture. And I think actually, Lexio can help with that because if there's something that strikes you in your reading, in your prayerful reading, maybe you do hold on to that. Maybe mm-hmm. you put it on a sticky note and put it on your mirror or mm-hmm. by the kitchen sink mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. in your car, on your dashboard, right? Different yeah. ways that you yeah, can yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of, or in the backdrop of your phone, you know, right. however, to, sure. to remember it and mm-hmm. to continue to bring it up and bring it to memory. Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of go through, you you kind of hit all the steps, really. You know, there's usually a formal way. They say the Lectio yeah, is the reading. For sure. So you read it a few times, and then you enter into the uh, Meditatio, I think. I'm probably messing up the Latin, um, which is the reflection point, which is what you're saying. Entering mm-hmm. into the scripture, really thinking about mm-hmm. it, like using our intellect to, to delve into the scripture. And then the Oratio is the prayer. It's the It's the time to respond. Um, maybe, maybe you write some things down, mm-hmm. maybe you journal, if you like to journal, mm-hmm. what am I get? What am I hearing? Mm-hmm. What am I, mm-hmm. you know, what am I getting from this reading? And then ultimately is the contemplatio, the contemplation, mm-hmm. the resting in God, or yeah. you're not thinking, mm-hmm. like you said, mm-hmm. you're just mm-hmm. being. Yeah. And I think for me, that was always the hardest part when I was learning Lectio, Yeah, was I didn't understand how that last part was, right? Remember, I'm a tasker. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I read it, yeah. I, con- I thought about it, I wrote something down yeah. regarding it, now what? Yeah. I keep saying, and then the rest part is yeah. the most important part. <laughs> <laughs> right? But I didn't get it, and I think yeah. what, what I didn't get was there is nothing that you are supposed to do but be.
0: Yeah, I think, and I think that that's difficult uh, for people because um, just being um, feels a whole lot like we're not doing anything, and uh, we're such um, uh, take charge kind of people. You know, we, we are able to do so many things for ourselves, and need to do so many things for ourselves. Uh, and even in um, in the place and the culture with we live, uh, we're independent, and uh, there's a certain um, there's a certain uh, uh, pride in our independence, and um, and we forget that we're actually quite dependent creatures, uh, totally one hundred percent dependent upon God. And uh, so to sit and let God be God and uh, us uh, be tended to by God, you know, plugged into God and receiving what we need from him, uh, even if we don't understand um, what, what might be taking place, it's hard for us to do. Um, and I think it's hard because we do so much so fast in this, in this hum, you know, uh, and buzz of society, that um, it just it kind of sweeps us into its energy, and um, and uh, and we just uh, uh, I, I don't I we, I guess we could say we forget, but I think it's really um, just we're just doing what we need to to survive in the culture that we're in, and so it's kind of nice to have uh, this the quiet. Um, albeit uh, in a tragic way, um, to be you know settled, you know to be calmed uh, by the hand of God, and uh, and rest there, and uh, and learn again what it means to be dependent on somebody, and even as we care for our children or our aging parents or whoever it might be that um everybody needs somebody to care for them and you know what does that look like between us and god
1: yeah no i really i really like that cuz that's been a reflection that's been on my mind and heart recently is like how much right now we all have to turn to god because we do we have zero control what are we doing right
0: yeah we got you, no medicine
1: no and how do you i mean how do you track mm-hmm. a virus that you know i mean the country is doing the best they can and we have a lot of modern science at our disposal but it cannot like how do you track a germ right mm-hmm. that that lies dormant for a while and then you get symptoms i mean yeah. like you can't we we are completely out of control right right we can do certain measures that we're trying to take to try to try, try to you know control the spread of it right but in the end god's in control not us that's right and it's that realization that i've been coming to is like wow i am I am not in good. Co- I always right. thought I was in control, but I'm really not. No, and there's,
0: and there's some kind of beauty in that because God is in control. It reminds me when you say that the way that you do of what we said at the beginning, and that is that the mass continues. The mass has not stopped. And so, um, and there's some kind of peace in that, you know. Um, there's some kind of peace and a real beauty and a, and a solid, sacred holiness knowing that there are priests who are praying uh, for their parishes in a profound way and, um, and offering this offering to God. How, how beautiful does God receive that gift, um, knowing that, um, that it is offered in this way? I think it's very profound. So even though we can say, um, that we are out of, out of control. It's out of our control, this situation. God is in control, and he always has been. Nothing right. has changed. <laughs> right. The mass is being <laughs> said. Nothing has changed. Nobody can stop the mass. Nobody can stop God from being in control. And so we lose nothing by being out of control. We only gain. Right. I mean, it's a beautiful moment of grace. Um, what, what kind of grace does God give To a body of people who have now had, have no control.
1: Yeah. Well said.
0: um, What a grace is that to stop and have this time in the middle of Lent to really just focus on turning to the gospel.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. I think that's the best way to end this podcast. I think that's fantastic. So let's let's turn to the Lord, abandon ourselves more and more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because he wants to act in us. He wants yeah. to show forth his grace For and sure. his power. Uh, but but it's hard to do that when when we're not turned towards him right. when we're not reliant on him. So let's turn to him all together as a community and as Catholics across the, you know, across the nation and across the world, we should turn to God, abandon ourselves more, and one way to do that is to reflect more on the gospel. So until next time, Our Lady of Mount Carmel, pray for us. Thanks again for tuning in. We would love for you to join the conversation that we started by sending us an email at vichimundum1633 at gmail.com or by connecting with us on Facebook and or Instagram. And while we love doing these podcasts, we really love hearing from and starting relationships with you even more. I also want to extend an invitation to you that if you like these shows and would like to see more produced by our parish, please feel free to support what we're doing. You can go to Our Lady of Mount Carmel's website and give online by designating your donation to Beachy Window. Monthly gifts are especially helpful. Finally, as a reminder, the views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the presenters alone, and they do not necessarily reflect the views of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church or the Catholic Diocese of Richmond.
0: God bless you, and we look forward to talking with you soon.